Thanks for downloading this IMSA Radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced, or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA Radio wherever they get their podcasts. The checkered flag ends the race, but it's only the start of the conversation. Michelin post-race tag on imsaradio.com. Have your say. Ask the experts. Make your point. Michelin post-race tag. The end of the race is only the beginning. Don't even know where to start with that one, Jeremy. So I think we'll go for the things that are unimpeachable, which are the numbers. Let's start after the sale in six hours of the Glen, which was a six-hour... I felt like I feel like I've been in a six-hour pillow fight, and people have just been hitting me round the head yeah. uh, for the last 360 minutes. Just extraordinary entertainment. Um, we forget sometimes that we are in the entertainment industry. Uh, nothing... Uh, manufactured about that uh, that was reality TV and radio at its best uh, give us a rundown uh, of the numbers as we move into the second half of the season how's it looking yeah in the uh, start with GTP then with that uh, win for the uh, points leaders uh, uh, Matthew Jamin and Nick Tandy will extend their lead at the top of the table they have 657 points to the 1582 of today's third place finishers, that being the wheel engineering Cadillac of uh, Pipa Durrani and uh, Alexander Sims. Uh, third in points uh, I th- will be the BMW of Colin Filippi and Nick Yellowly uh, on 15.08. So they've vaulted from fifth to third in the points table. Manufacturers is really tight. 17.47 for Cadillac, 17.25 for Porsche. 16.54 for BMW, who move up ahead of Acura on 16.24. And let's go to Nick Yellowly before we move on. Shea Adam has grabbed a pretty decent run for those guys, Shea. Well, Nick, if at the beginning of the day I was going to tell you you are going to vault your way up in points and now all of a sudden you're in this championship hunt, would you have taken it? Of course, yeah. It's always nice to, to uh, number one, have a podium, taste some champagne and, and go up uh, in the right direction, at least in terms of the championship. So... Yeah, of course, we want to win. We're competitors. I know Connor's as much as a competitor as I am, but yeah, second's not yeah not the end of the world, let's, let's be honest. I mean, it's the third podium of the year, and there's only one car that's had more podiums than you guys, and that is the championship leader, so that's not a bad record either. But what a step forward in performance for the car coming into this weekend. We talked a little bit about the fact that testing did help you guys, but do you feel like it's only going to go stronger forward from here? Yeah, I definitely hope so. Obviously, we've got our WEC program, which started to test as well now, which is only going to add because obviously Porsche already have their, their World Endurance Championship going. So I think the more we can learn, uh, the more we can bring everything together as a manufacturer, we'll only just uh, keep that upward trend, I hope. Did you guys gamble on the tire strategy or did you keep it fairly consistent at the end of the race? Yeah, very consistent, to be honest. Pretty pretty normal and yeah, I was all uh, pretty straightforward, as, as was, I think, theirs as well. Great job again. Thank you very much. Thank you. Nick Yellowly, uh, that, that, sensible. Yes, I would have taken, we're racers, but yes, I would have taken the second position. Sorry, Jeremy, carry on with the uh, the points there. Right, in uh, LMP2, uh, boy, that's tight. Uh, with the win today, CrowdStrike Racing by APR, 
will go from fourth in the points to uh, to second. Oh, this is wow. the third round of their season. Uh, on 9.73, they'll be three points ahead of TDS Racing's Cunnabra 11, um, which in turn is three points ahead of PR1 Matheson Motorsports in the number 52 car. So right. uh, just six points in this, you know, when you get 350 for a win, for goodness sake, that is absolutely nothing. Mm. So incredibly tight in LMP2. LMP3, uh, well, this is only the second race of the season for LMP3. Yeah, and Riley Motorsports won the first one as well. So uh, they extend their lead at the front. 730 points to them to the 606 of AWA's number 17, which is now going to be two points ahead of the sister card number 13. In GTD Pro, again, it was the uh, points leaders that won again today, continuing their remarkable streak. Two wins, two seconds and a third from the five races for Vassar Sullivan, uh, foot number 14, Jack Hawksworth and Ben Barnicott. 1,795 points to the 16.82 now of WeatherTech Racing, the number 79 Mercedes, which is fourth place today. So over 100 points now, that uh, deficit, 113 points from the Lexus to the Mercedes. Uh, and it's the same in the manufacturers as well in GTD Pro. Finally, in GTD, the driver's table, uh, Paul Miller Racing came, came in here with the points lead, having won at Sebring and Long Beach. Uh, another great second place finish today will enable them to extend their lead also. 1,592 to the 1,488 of Vassar Sullivan's car number 12, which vaults from second, uh, from fourth, I should say, to second, uh, ahead of the Harter Racing team, Aston Martin, which will be third on 1,447. And then Inception Racing's number 70 had a disappointing day today, finished down in 15th place. They will drop to fourth, fourth place on 13.65. The Manufacturers' Championship finally in GTD. BMW uh, has uh, 17.28 to the 16.26 of uh, Aston Martin. And uh, Lexus will move up from fifth to third on 15.92. Uh, who, who was fourth? Who was fourth in points, did you say that, in GTD? In GTD, one, two, three, uh, Inception. Okay. That came in second, we're leaving fourth. And what's the points total for the number 12 car, did you say? It is 1488. Okay, right. So. Uh, MEC. Yes, uh, yes, please. Time, MEC. Michelin Endurance um, Cup. Michelin Endurance Cup for the uh, GTP again. Will and Engineering Cadillac came in with the lead, uh, will leave with the lead, actually extended lead. 32 points now to the 26 of Conica Melta Acura. So that's yeah, a, they had a, a bad day this year. Yeah, six-point advantage. That's, that's pretty, big. Pretty, pretty stout. In um, LMP2 with the uh, Max just Cons- go, We'll just go to yeah. uh, Dylan Murray before yeah. he gets oh, dragged yeah, away, good if good you don't mind. Him. Dylan, what a day. I mean, you go from waking up thinking it's just going to be, you know, a day at the racetrack to all of a sudden 30 Junior 3 calls you up and says, uh, do you got a fire suit and a helmet and Hans Weiss and all that jazz? And yeah, yeah, I do. Do you know how to drive a P3 car? Yeah, I do. To standing on the podium at the sailing six hours of the Glen. What? What even happened today? You know, it... it it wasn't the way that I wanted to get a ride here um, because obviously you don't, nobody wants anybody to get injured um, and Ari, he's doing well. Um, I haven't seen him since after the race, um, but you know, 
it was such a great opportunity and, and they called me up and they were like hey can uh, can you be over here to do a seat fit and I'm like a seat fit yeah 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 I can um, so yeah so we we did that had a couple extra paddings it was still a little bit loose because it wasn't like my seat and so man my back just got tore up when I was out there um, but no it was good and you know had a great first couple uh, hours of the race and just not quite enough to get there at the end uh, we were we were really saving fuel a lot for the last two hours it was <laughs> Like, you know, it, it was every single lap. Okay, we gotta save more fuel, we gotta save more fuel, but we gotta go faster now too, because the 17 car's catching us, so we gotta do both of these. And Garrett's in there probably just like, what do I do? You know, so, um, no, it was it was really good and super thankful to be part of the team. I mean, I'm very appreciative that, that they thought of me and it was great to be with the team. Um, hopefully we can do it again soon. How different of an experience was it? Because you did this race last year in an LMP2, and then all of a sudden you're thrust in, in race conditions in an LMP3. Brake markers, I would imagine, aren't exactly the same. They're not the same. Uh, it, the biggest thing is because the P2 has the carbon brakes, and then the P3 doesn't. So how the brake pedal actually feels, that's what, kind of what took me the longest time to get used to, because in the P2, you go to the brakes, they're right there. And you also have to worry about getting the, the temperature up in the brakes uh, quite a bit. But with a P3, it's a bit more of a softer brake pedal. Um, it, it definitely feels a bit different. And so it's not so much the braking points, but just how that brake pedal feels when you're going under threshold braking. So that was kind of the biggest adjustment. Um, but all in all, I mean, now, I mean, the, the P2 and the P3, they're very similar cars. Just a little bit differences here and there, so it didn't take long, but it felt good to be back in a, in a P3. Well, you did a great audition today. Uh, do we have any word on when we're gonna see you next? Uh, well, I'll be at all the IMSA races this year networking. I don't have anything planned, so if there is another situation, I'll have my helmet here for sure. Has helmet, will travel. Yeah. Very well done, Dylan. Yeah, thank you. And hopefully nobody gets injured. Right? Yeah. Right. So, I'm here. Yeah, without, without anybody getting injured, classy stuff from Dylan Murray. Uh, I mean, that's a fairy tale story right there, Jeremy, isn't it? Not knowing he was even going to be driving this morning. Uh, until this morning, rather, and uh, yeah. or last late last night. Brilliant stuff. Great audition, though. Yeah. Great audition. Yeah. If you're going to put a yourself reminder. out there, got to take your chances when yeah. they're given. That's the same as making the overtakes, yeah. making the the strategy calls. You've got to do, got to take the chances that are thrown. Shale, jump in with a couple more interviews before we sign off. Um, this from, oh, by the coming in quickly. Uh, hashtag uh, Michelin PRT. Uh, Mason Henry said, hang on a second, six hours surely hasn't passed. Incredible racing all day. We're going to have to make this a 12-hour race. I'm not sure my heart can stand it, uh, to be honest, Mason, but I know what you mean. It was very good. Uh, Daniel, uh, sorry, Donald says, curious about that final pit stop decision. Uh, do you think it was surprising that it put Jaminet in? Although I've just typed that and it certainly seems like it's working out. It did work out, didn't it? It's, I mean, he did a great job at the end of Long Beach on used tyres. He got in on tyres that weren't even his used tyres. They were Tandy's used tyres, and Tandy never leaves anything on the tyres. Mm. So it was referenced by Nick. That's a young man that's going places there. In fact, he's not going places. He's arrived, hasn't he? Yeah, he's already there, isn't he? Uh, tr tremendous performance by him. And you know, uh, the team has complete confidence in all of its, all of its drivers in, in every championship it does. I mean, it hires the best. That's what uh, Team Penske does. So even though Matthew Jamini might not have been a particularly household name, even in motor racing terms, prior to this year, he's more than justified his, his selection, and he's showing us why he has that ride. I mean, that was a great performance by him. It's always 
I think easier to be the chaser rather than chasee. Uh, so, but yeah, he he knew it, he, it was very clear for him. He just had to go as fast as he possibly could, leave nothing on the table, and that's what exactly what he did. He he had, he, uh, he got uh, took advantage of that move in the traffic and won the race. Fantastic for him. Different pressures on both the drivers. Conor yeah. Defoe he's leading the race. He comes to the traffic first. Yeah. He quote unquote, and I, I'm not being disrespectful to the drivers, but always drivers say the leader wakes up. Yeah the drivers, and then they're a bit more cognizant of coming through. And nowadays, with good pitch-to-car radio and spotters, they're probably being told, the leader's coming, the leader's coming, the leader's with you. Um, but nevertheless, you've got a different pressure on Jaminir, leading the championship, um, getting the front row yeah. start by dint of that. And by yeah. how important was that, by the way, yeah. with what went on behind? Porsches have struggled in qualifying, yeah. and they haven't typically been started at the front. I thought both of them drove very, very well indeed. It was excellent entertainment for what? Yeah. The last 35, 40 minutes, was it? Something like that? What do you mean? The entire six hours, well, pretty much. And, and, and particularly with those two, we once they jumped in yes. with just about 100 minutes, 95 minutes to go, yep. those were the two cars we knew we had to watch. Yep. Uh, and it was, I mean, it was outstanding yeah, stuff. Really Jaminir jumping in. Was there an element of Jaminir being fresher that might have just turned the tide? It was a it was a real, in some ways, a real gamble because he was jumping into the car cold. It was a bit of a gamble from Porsche, but he's, 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 paid, he's yeah. paid it off. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that, that would have been the plan, I guess, you know, from, from the start. It wasn't a last-minute change of plan, I don't think. There was no reason uh, to, uh, to change the plan at that stage. They wanted a fresh driver. Uh, who'd been, you know, had a bit of a, a bit of a breather. He knew what he had to do, uh, and he went out and and, uh, and delivered. Let's go down to Shea, who is moving in on Jack Aiken in the nicest possible way. Actually, Jack Hawksworth. Uh, Jack Hawksworth. Sorry, I, I shouldn't have said I, I see Jack uh, because that was a bit misleading for this podium ceremony, given that there are a couple of them here. But hey, Jack Hawksworth, winner, sailing six hours of the Glen. That sounds pretty good. Amazing. Just what a day. This has just been an unbelievable day for the programme, for Vass Sullivan, for everyone at Lexus to win both categories. Unreal. Um, team was on absolute fire all day. Strategy, pit stops. Ben was absolutely amazing. And then we obviously uh, uh, had the issue on pit road at the end. Still, which was just, I want to say after it happened, I was just like, I just can't believe this. And then obviously managed to get it back. So sense of relief, but amazing, amazing day. Great points day. Unbelievable. I got to ask about the pass on Daniel Serra and the Risi Ferrari. That was decisive. Uh, I think it was the Corvette. The Corvette, yeah. It was a proper Yorkshire pass is what John was describing it as. No nonsense. You just went in there and took the win decisively. It was after the crew came over the radio and told you you were good on fuel, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was just before then. I, I can't really remember. It's all a blur. But, uh, you know, I, was, I, watched, I watched Ben uh, do a couple of lap, last lap passes at Laguna last week. So, like, my turn to have a go. <laughs> Congratulations, you got the big trophy today. Thank you, appreciate it. No nonsense. Yorkshire pass. That's going into the lexicon of, uh, of commentary now. I'll use that one again. It came to me at the time. Great to hear him uh, talking. And that programme, it's the oldest GT3 car now by, by some margin in the field. And it, I mean, they've worked on it. They've improved it year after year. They had to learn to keep the rear tyres under it. We know there's a new car coming. I'm hearing that it might not be as quite as far down the pipe as they would have hoped. If they've got to race that one again next year, it might not be the worst thing. No, gosh. I mean, what a day for Vassa Sullivan. You know, first in GTD Pro uh, and beaten by the non-pro car uh, of Aaron Tiedlitz, Frankie Montegalva and Parker, Parker Thompson. Uh, hats off to them. They've been 
knocking on the door all season long. Had also some little niggly problems mm. have held them back. But uh, that win has been a long time coming for them and they've really deserved it. It was a great win for Lexus all the, all the way around. And they, weren't, they certainly weren't the fastest cars. No, no. Uh, the, uh, you look at the fastest laps of the race. Daniel Serra did a, a 145.8 in the Ferrari, the, the Lexus is best with 146.3. That's always, it's always interesting. It doesn't tell the whole story by any means, but uh, it was a, an excellent effort and well earned. And so close for Ferrari in Racy. Uh, that 296 um, is clearly now, they're starting to understand it. Uh, they, they've, they've had a, 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 a more level BOP. Porsche was still struggling a little bit here. Other than the uh, the 16 the right car yeah, that, that came in impressive. third that was I mean that was a super I nearly get, I, I nearly ha had them as my my uh, nomination for the BDO no strategy award because as at Daytona when they strategized their way uh, up the Porsche team strategized their way up is that a word uh, up the timing screen they they had to do that today I thought that was smashing we we never saw them in any trouble we never saw them causing any trouble they just went around and did what they had to do but that Ferrari in second so close for uh, Risi Competizione um, that that car is looking to be a, a, a real weapon now. It looked good, and yeah. the guys drove it well. And the Lamborghini is fast now. Very as well. too. Both, yeah. both the Ferrari and the Lamborghini. Well, that Lamborghini is an Evo weekend. as well, isn't it? So that's a, yeah. as well as getting a little bit of uh, of, yeah. of help in terms of. Yeah, people say, does 10, 20, 30 kilos make a difference? Well, there's your answer to date. Yeah, I think yes, so. it does. It does. And in uh, the longer races, I think particularly so. Yeah, true. I, I think I think the Porsche perhaps needs just a little bit of help. The best lap, I think, by the Porsche was the 47-1 by uh, Klaus Backler, actually, in the... Mm. In the no, it wasn't. No, it, it was in the number sixteen car. It was Jan Halen did the forty-seven point one to the to the forty-five eight or you know, forty-six flat basically. Also by Laura Spinelli, who was fastest in GTD. So really good, really good effort by by Porsche there, and uh, and particularly to Wright Motorsports. So have a couple of uh, notes from hashtag Michelin PRT. What a motor. What a motor race, says uh, Johnny Fun 101. Hello, Johnny. Nice to know you were tuned in. Uh, Shea Adam down in the media scrum, joining uh, on some of these as well. What a GTD battle, uh, both in pro and in arm. Mentioned for gradient racing there. We didn't really talk about them. And, you know, they are a, a team that we know very, very well. But I was scared to mention them, if I'm honest. I didn't want to curse them. Up to third at one time, having a great battle with Paul Miller Racing. Uh, they'll, Sheena and uh, and Kat will will take the finish that they got in uh, in fifth position. Yeah, for sure they will because it's a good points deck, and yeah. they are in this for the full season championship. It's Sheena's first time racing GT3 spec machinery at any of these tracks. Keep in mind she's got a lot of experience on all the tracks from Michelin Pilot Challenge, but it's a completely different car. So you look at the lap times that she was able to turn and compare them to what Mark Miller and what Kat were able to do. It's impressive. It's a good learning curve. Mm. Uh, Arjun said, I've only just got my breath back. So close for Ferrari. James O'Donnell, the winner again, is sports car racing. The level of entertainment is off the chart. It's only going to get better. An incredible last in from Chamonix. Decisive in traffic. Delivered a great pass when it mattered. No uh, truck from us on that. Jake Parrott. Hello, Jake. How are you? Thanks for the no-breaks coverage. Uh, great uh, to see... Uh, 
just you have saved our American friends who've got two to three minute ad breaks on TV in the last, or two three minute ad breaks in the last 13 minutes. Here's my question though. Any idea why the Porsche LMDH seems to have the bulk of the hybrid problems? BMW struggled a bit at the start of the season. They did do all the developments. Um, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe they're pushing the envelope a little bit more. Remember we were talking about software and, and all that sort of thing. People are developing. That's the side of the cars that people are developing. Um, they, we'll, we'll find out, but I'll, I would suggest that that was um, what the people are calling the battery pack. We have been told to call the hybrid bundle. Um, maybe that was a change of that. They, they're getting better at doing that, but it's a fair point. They do seem to be struggling. Um, under green, they would have done three more laps, says Patrick. Um, would there have been any, any fuel-related issues for anyone in GTP? I don't think so, no. Jeremy. No. They were all good to the end at full rich. Yep. Yeah, that was the way they split yeah, they made up. their final stops with uh, 48 minutes to, to, to go, basically. Uh, the, the first I've made a stop with 48 minutes ago, that's, that's comfortable. Yeah. Uh, let's wrap things up. Two weeks' time, we go to CTMP. Final thoughts from you, Shea, about what we've seen this week. I mean, today uh, confounded the uh, the weather forecasts. One of the best days we've had all week in terms of, of, of the weather, and it's produced great racing. Yeah, it really did. Uh, do we have to wait two weeks to go to CTMP? I mean, they used to be back-to-back -back events, and I kind of just want to get back on the racetrack now. Uh, that was quite a day, and we saw ups and downs, and everything in between it just was magnificent and uh it's going to take a long time to digest everything we saw but i think it's safe to say the rest of the championship season for all five of the categories it's thoroughly on jeremy we enjoyed that we've had a couple of good races uh we weren't sure about yesterday we're talking about the whole week here mm. uh, Race control often comes under a lot of criticism. I've got to say, I didn't expect yesterday evening's race to go. I talked to Bob Barfield today. I've, I've lost a good, good, a bet of a good bottle of wine with Keith Alessandro up in Keith Alessandro up in, in Charlotte. I never thought I'd see that race go on last night. That did. That delivered. Today has delivered, as well. This is this is an old school circuit in many ways. Mm. And yet these new cars, for the first time we've seen them, they looked spectacular at the front of the field. The only thing I missed was having GTP qualifying in the dry. That's yes. the only thing I wanted to oh, see. I was really looking forward to that. See how fast they really could go. Yeah, we exactly. See the ultimate lap times out of those cars this, this year. So we'll have to wait for next year. God willing, yeah, as they absolutely. say. God willing. Couple. Um, and by the way, talking, talking to the big chap, thank mm. you for the, for oh. the weather today. Because yeah. there was a lot of uh, thought that we might well have significant rain or even thunderstorms today it's been a beautiful afternoon uh we're back uh next week or i'm back with uh mariotti and snowy at uh, le mans classic two weeks time uh we will be at ctmp uh, and join jeremy share myself for our usual coverage all the details on RadioLeMans.com and on uh, imsaradio.com not sure how we sum this week up, really. Uh, it's just been brilliant. <laughs> uh, thank you to everybody here at uh, WGI, Watkins Glen International, for once again delivering really hard work by the track services and the clean-up teams and the marshals. As ever, they were brilliant. Uh, we've had a cracking time. Some beautiful places to go and stay around here. We've had some good meals and some good fun and lots of laughter and good motor racing on top. 
Classic Le Mans next week and then back for IMSA in two weeks' time for Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. On behalf of everybody, the technical team back in London, Kerry and Tim, everyone in Charlotte and everyone here on the ground, Jay, Shay, Jeremy and me, John Hindhoff, signing off for now, wishing you a good Sunday evening. Good night and God bless from Watkins Glen International. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.